Welcome to the Bloody Aussie Battler Podcast with your host, Mike Holt. Well, good day all, and as you can see, I've got a couple of guests here in the chat room with me, and I am steaming, as you can see behind me. I've got uh, Peter Rogers here. G'day, Peter. How you going, Mike? Pretty good. I'll introduce you in a bit more detail in a moment, and I've got Daniel here. G'day, mate. G'day, how are you? Very good. And we're here because we're very concerned about what's been happening to Peter. So, uh, Peter, give us a little bit of background, first of all, of why you're here and where you are and what's mm -hmm. been happening to you. Okay. Well, we're um, both of us. Um, a partner and I, we're in the uh, Amore Hotel um, here in Sydney. We've been taken from the Sydney airport. And basically, um, we were not told where we were going, anything. We were given nothing at all. We were loaded onto a bus. Yeah, let me, let me explain here first, because uh, you're jumping the gun there. You've been yep. in Europe for quite a while. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, yeah. Um, you've, you've just come back with your partner. It's the first yep. she's ever been in Australia. And boy, oh boy, I bet that must be a shock for her. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. uh, like, welcome to Australia from Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, she was basically, um, well, I think she's probably a little bit more shocked now than what she was when she first touched the ground. Um, but we were, we were just pushed through. We were just shoveled through like sheep and um, put onto a bus, basically. You arrived. You were, mm -hmm. you were going into um, isolation for 14 days. Yep. yep. Isolation ends? Uh, it ends tomorrow morning. All right. Actually, tomorrow morning. It ends on the morning of the 7th of September. All right. Now, tell us a little bit about what it's been like there in, in, in isolation for the last 14 days. Well, we were put in here, um, basically left at our own devices. The first three days, the uh, air conditioning um, could not be adjusted. It was stuck on 15 to 16 degrees. Um, and, I mean... It, <laughs> If they wanted us to get sick, it's quite obvious that they wanted us to get sick in that first three days. Um, we were actually, we had, can you see that? Yep. We called downstairs to get blankets to put on our beds, on our bed to keep us warm because the air conditioning was freezing. Mm. So we're in an encapsulated area here. We have, the windows are sealed. There's no no way to open them. No way to open them at all. They're sealed. I've heard of a really good window opener for the chair. Yeah, well, I looked at this table and I thought, yeah, that'll fit through the window. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, we have uh, air conditioning in here, but that air conditioning now has been repaired. But um, we've got no fresh air coming in here at all. It's all air conditioning. The, uh, Your skin must be suffering a bit. Very much. Yeah. Can you see that? Not really. What's that? Dust? That's dust. Yeah. And that's what we're breathing. Unbelievable. In here. The door is sealed. We're not allowed to go outside the door. This is the door. 
and there are goons sitting out front there waiting for you to come out. There is an unmasked, un-PPE-covered -PP um, um, security guy. He has no protection on at all, and we're in a COVID, so-called COVID hotel. <clears throat> and so, you to pay for this, right? Well, they said that um, we've emailed off to uh, uh, what's called uh, Revenue, New South Wales Revenue. Now, we emailed that, I think, the 24th or 25th, objecting to it. Now, they want us to pay between three and $4,000 for 14 days to stay here, but it's forced incarceration. It's forced detention. Uh, we haven't asked for it at all. So we, we actually um, said to them that we would uh, do our uh, own quarantine, 14-day quarantine. We had a hotel booked to go to here in Sydney. Uh, but no, they weren't going to have anything. It was, they're basically saying, you will do this, you will do that. I'm asking lots and lots of questions. Um, we've videoed a lot of it. We've um, recorded a lot of it. We've got a diary that's this thick now with everything. We've done a daily diary with everything in it. Um, we've got the police officers' names, all the other people's names. And uh, I've told them. I've told them, I just said that they can be sued as, um, as a personal uh, entity, as a private entity, and they just shrug their shoulders. They just ignore it yeah. and say, hmm. I think they can't be touched. That's right. Well, That's exactly the, it. The rallies mm -hmm. around Australia have shown that people are not going to uh, stand for this, that we do have rights and that these yeah. politicians cannot just run roughshod over our rights and freedoms. We That's what they're doing. Rights and yep. We can't take them away unless yep. we're enough to give them away. Peter, do you think this whole COVID thing is real? No, no, I don't believe it. Okay, there might be a, uh, there might be a COVID uh, situation, but I believe that they can trace COVID back to, uh, what is it, 1999. Um, I think it's nothing much, I don't, I think it's the um, cold and flu that they've cultured. I mean, COVID, for argument's sake, uh, COVID-19 is um, patented. And I don't know whether you're aware of it or not, but you're not allowed to patent something that's natural. Mm. So therefore, it's not natural. Well, they've been doing that for quite a while. Mm. Uh, mate, what, what happened? This, was it this morning or last night when you, you got this other news? Well, <clears throat> last night at a little bit after nine o'clock, um, at night, um, we got a phone call from um, a sergeant. I've written his name down in our... Kevin Franklin. Kevin um, from the Operations, New South Wales Operations Centre. Um, and he rang and said, you will be moved tomorrow morning. And I said... Yeah, tomorrow, meaning today, um, at nine o'clock. And I said, no, no, no. I said, no, we won't be. I said, the... You said that we would be moving, or we were told that we would be moving on the 7th, 7th of September, get my words right. Um, and he was demanding, extremely demanding, that basically we'll do what uh, we're told. Why? And, no, yeah. why, are they, why are they keeping you beyond the date that they set? Well, they, they set the 7th, but now they want to move us out on the 6th. 
So they've given us, um, what, under 12 hours notice um, that they are going to move us, but we are the only ones in the hotel that are actually going to be moved one day early. And I asked why. We still don't know why. They've refused to give us any paperwork. They've refused to give us any correspondence at all. All they have said, you, you will listen to us and you will do what we tell you to do. Ah, the old dictatorship. You yeah. obey me or you will go to the concentration camp. Exactly. And this is exactly what they're doing. Podcasts that uncover the truth. Tune into Wittishin's podcast. Straight from science fiction, we uncover the technologies being developed right under our noses. We bring to you the world's leading scientists, engineers and experts to discover just how far away these things really are from becoming our reality. www.wittishinspodcast.com You've written a, uh, a statement there or you, a letter that you're going to send to somebody. Can you tell us what that is and read it out for us? I wanted to read this to the three armed police that came to my door here at um, 7.25 this morning. Now, they refused to listen to me. They just kept speaking over me and demanding this and demanding that. And we will move you. We will do this. We will do that. And uh, it was a female representative of the police and two um, boys standing behind her. Good names? Uh, we've got names. We've got video. We've got the voice recording. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they had, they put these, they had those uh, masks on. Uh, the masks that are not, they, they are known that they're not a protective mask. But I mean, majority of the police are not wearing masks at all. And the security guards have got no PPE, no masks on. Um, I also asked uh, a nurse two days ago, I said, is there any COVID cases in this hotel? Her answer was, I do not believe so. Mm. And this is all happening because you are refusing to take their test. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. They want to shove stuff up my nose. Um, I've told them that I have a sinus issue. Uh, they don't give a damn. They don't care. No, it's just uh, the guards at um, the, the concentration camps in World War Two. Yep. Whatever they yep. like. You're not a human being to them anymore. No. No, that's the thing. I mean, they're operating. They think that I'm a straw man. Um, but I'm not, and I won't, I won't cop that. So, I'll read this. I'll read this to you. This is, uh, I've got two pages. This is the first page, but I'll quickly read it to you. Now, this is what I was going to read to the police, but they denied, uh, well, they wouldn't allow me. They den denied my speech. Notice of conditional acceptance dated the 6th of the 9th, 2020. Notice to agent is notice to principal. Notice to principal is notice to agent. Time sensitive document without prejudice, UCCI 308. Attention, New South Wales Attorney General, New South Wales Police Commissioner, uh, New South Wales Premier, Minister for Health, New South Wales Police Force, Australia. We conditionally accept your name, names, 
offer to unlawfully detain us for further 10 days under the following conditions. Under the Forced Labor Convention 1930, Section 29, does it not state a man cannot be forced or compelled into unpaid involuntary performance? Two, our fee to be unlawfully detained and our forced compelled involuntary performance is $100,000 per 24-hour period or part there, uh, thereof in advance to Crown's possession, Peter Rogers Family Trust, Suncorp Bank, blah, 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 blah. Number three, on the public record, we are living spirit. We are living spirit, soul, beings, and absolutely do not consent to being detained by any corporate dead-in-law entity without a wet ink contract between the parties. It is not authority only gained, is not authority only gained through consent. Uh, question. <clears throat> uh, does not Hagen versus Levine, 415-1974 US Supreme Court, 72-6476 state, in as much as every government and agency thereof is an artificial person, an abstraction to the creature of mind only. A government can interface only with artificial persons. The imaginary having neither actually nor substance is foreclosed from creating and attaining parity with the tangible. And it goes on and on and on, and I'll, I'll cut it short there. But uh, then I've, I've gone to the bottom of it, number 13. This letter of complaint is due to police, health department and others contravening the Privacy Act of 1988 for serious and repeated interferences with our privacy causing adverse action. Uh, and goes on, I've listed a lot of it all there. Okay, well, you missed out something. Let me um, just share my screen and I'll show you something. Yep. In 1946, the Australian people voted in a constitutional referendum and we denied the government the power to medically test or impose any medical um, or pharmaceutical or dental, um, anything at all on the people. And if yep. you... Um, it was it was passed under section 51 of the Constitution. That's correct. Yep. Section 23A, and it states the provision of maternity allowances, widows' pensions, child endowment, unemployment, pharmaceutical, sickness and hospital benefits, medical and dental services in brackets, but not so as to authorise any form of civil conscription. Benefits to students and family allowances. This referendum was carried with a yes, national 54.39% of the electors. And therefore, these people are acting unlawfully, not only that, but they're acting unconstitutionally, which now borders on misprision of treason. And we can charge them yes. under common law. Now, there, there is a, um, uh, a website now for the Common Law Court of Australia, and we will be um, helping you to lodge a common law court case with the court and uh, take these people to court and you can charge them with whatever they have been doing to you. So they are personally liable for the, the um, harm that they are doing you and your partner. And therefore, you can take them to court, demand the, um, the penalties, penalties that you want. And if the jury finds for you, which is quite likely because when you summon them to court, these people have to turn up. If they don't turn up to defend themselves, 
what do you think the jury's going to say? They're going to uh, find in your favour. So, yeah. and the thing is, what the authorities, so-called authorities don't understand is these common law courts are convened by the people, not by mm -hmm. me, not by you, but by the people. And under common law, what they do is they form a common law assembly, which basically forms a small government unit, a community unit. And that government unit then can convene a common law court. It can issue bylaws to ban any COVID restrictions. That court can do anything it wants to do as a community because they have the authority and the power of the law behind them. That law is common law. And they, the Australian government has tried to get rid of common law and they brought in Australian common law, but they can't get rid of our constitution. They cannot get rid of it without a referendum of we, the people of Australia. And they haven't done that ever. And they go and they point to their Australia Act to say, oh, that's our authority. No, Bob Hawke never had a referendum. It was never signed by the Queen into law. And every government since then, since 1973, when Whitlam took the Queen out of the constitution, every government, every edict, every law since then has been completely unlawful and against the constitution. So they are treading in very deep mud. And very. So if you wish to bring a case against these people, we will put you in touch with uh, communities around Australia or wherever you want, and we will help you to convene a common law court, but it will come from the people, not us. We will only help them. Mm. I also, um, I recognise too, uh, Mike, that uh, I was informed yesterday, I was talking to a guy that has spent his whole life, I think I mentioned it to you, uh, or the last 20 years of his life studying law. Um, yeah, this guy, he knows his stuff. Um, he was the one that, that had actually put this together in the end to help me uh, or to help us. Um, but he's basically saying that if they do not recognise anything that you want to read to them, it's your right to read this to them. But it's also their right to ignore it. But when it goes to court, it can be a different matter. Mm -hmm. But also, um, the, uh, the point of all this particular thing is, is if you sue one police officer in the New South Wales court, it actually goes direct to the commissioner because he is liable for their actions. Right. And I, un I understand uh, Victoria was served. I don't know whether you're aware of it, but apparently the Victorian police uh, have been served. Yep. Um, They're ignoring it because they know yep. that except that they are personally liable. And That's right. You know, we won't be serving them in their courts. <laughs> their courts are not our courts. They're legislative mm -hmm. courts based on Roman law. We are yeah. not under the, under the uh, Vatican. We are Australians. We are flesh and blood men and women under common law. And that's where you can um, register your case and have it heard. Okay? Yeah. So we know how to do this. We will help you. And this information will be going out in the public right now.
On the road to Mississippi I met a man Scratched out living, playing some blues Haunted the swamps and bayous Whittled beach into Jesus statues But from where I stood I could see He was just another pilgrim killing time Waiting for redemption He didn't know it was a crime To stop on the road to Mississippi Where dreams are buried and forgotten And nothing you're ever taught in school applies Where you learn to live with lies Now God's in his attic Looking for a sense of humor I'm fighting the static Hoping it's just a rumor On the road to Mississippi My heart stopped, my head hurt My feet got cold, my dad was on the road Where I could have spoke I saw the ghosts of Johnson Buckley, Bessie Mark Twain and brave Medgar Evers I started praying On that road I met a girl Sweet young thing On the road to Mississippi chosen the red pill then there is only one place to host your website enlightened hosting no censorship domains hosting secure build your website and get online fast www.redpillhosting.com Enjoying the Bloody Aussie Battler podcast? Please consider donating to help keep us going. You can donate just once or make it a monthly donation. Any amount is welcome. To donate, go to our website at www.thebloodyaussiebattler.com and click on Donate. 